stands The dice rule every random chance Take off your coat and stay a while We'll roll in that deep percent time Hi everyone, it's Dave. I received some birthday wishes as call-ins, which I'm going to play. I'm very grateful to receive those. This is sort of a end-of-season episode. Not a great deal of content today, but I'm going to do an announcement soon about Season 2 of Deep Percentile. Uh, I think I'll just get stuck into the call-ins now. Hey, Jason here. Happy birthday. Um... Just real quick with Savage Rifts, I have played Savage Rifts, it works, like you say, it is a little fiddly, um, yeah, I bought the whole package too, I haven't bought the newer books, or they did a second Kickstarter, I think, and I didn't back that, um, it does make the Vagabond and some of the other classes a little more viable than they used to be, but it's not a bad way to run, it's definitely easier to run than the Palladium system, so take it easy, talk to you later, bye. Thanks for the call in, Jason. Thanks for the birthday wishes. Yeah, I've smoked out a couple of Savage Rifts fans, Che Webster as well. Who knows? Maybe your game might emerge at some point. Definitely, I think the way they've, the way they've done the classes in Savage Rifts is, is good fun. Um, there's quite a lot of uh, randomization. Yeah, I think your various packages, resource packages and skill packages are, are randomized, which makes the whole balance issue seem less pressing given that there's a certain amount of chaos in the character generation anyway which i appreciate uh, yeah probably more on savage rifts at some later stage cheers jason hi dave just wanted to say happy birthday for yesterday and i hope you have a really good day with the family today playing your games uh i just is there something you can help me with though I'm trying to find this Carnival City and I can't find anything on Google. Any idea, mate? Cheers for the birthday wishes, Andy, and for the call-in. Thanks very much. As for Carnival City, Carnival Row, less said about that, the better, really, eh? <laughs> Dave, Jay, just want to say happy birthday, man. Um, belated, probably, but there you go. Um, just... Awesome. 41, eh? <laughs> you little nipper, you. <laughs> Happy birthday. Hey, Che. Thanks for the calling. Thanks for the birthday wishes. I'm not sure little nipper is exactly <laughs> appropriate. Um, but if you do the maths, I suppose there are some elements of my old school credentials that might come over questionable. I certainly feel like I've been gaming for a good long time and uh yeah this year i didn't feel particularly young and fresh on my on my birthday but uh here's to a few more decades of gaming all being well happy birthday dave man i am bad at paying attention i know you mentioned a little while ago that your birthday was coming up but I totally blew it and spaced it. So thank you for reminding me because honestly, dude, I really hope you're having a happy birthday. Uh, I hope you have an amazing time with your family. Take a break from podcasting every day and just just get out there and have fun, man. You're a super cool dude and I hope you have a rad birthday, dude. 
So I will talk to you again soon, I hope. Peace out. Joe, thanks for the calling. Thanks for the birthday wishes. Even if you do sort of make it sound with that talk of reminders, like I phoned you up and said, hey, Joe, why haven't you wished me happy birthday? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> but uh, yeah, look, congratulations on getting through RPG a day 2019 and doing it properly, actually doing one every day. Um, uh, I, I don't know how you managed it. Uh, I, wouldn't have, I wouldn't have got through August without a little bit of cheating. So I'm going to... I'm going to start a season two as well. Guys, if you're not listening, you've got to catch Wheel or Woes season two. It's a couple of episodes in. Excuse me, stopping there. I had to get to my dog. If you heard him, he's in no pain or discomfort. He just really wanted to get out of the house because all the kids are playing out the front and he can see them. It drives him crazy. Uh, yeah, Wheel or Woe. So it's, uh, it's an actual play podcast. Uh, don't listen to it with the kids but uh, so I wasn't seasons one season one's most constant listener so I'll admit to not knowing who half the people were when you were reading out the role of the dead um, uh, a cataclysmic event happened at the end of season one which killed off randomly determined I'm very impressed with that Joe randomly determined which of the key NPCs we're going to buy the farm. Um, but when you read out that role of the dead and you had your player responses, my gosh, if that wasn't hard listening, which I think is a real achievement and a real credit to you and them and the uh, the immersion in the narrative that you've achieved. So, yeah, I'm recommending that. I, I reckon the start of season two is a good time to to get into Wheel or Woe. Um, I'm going to try and go back through the bits of season one that I didn't follow, maybe so I can understand a little bit more about the continuing events. But that is highly recommended, and cheers again for the calling, Joe. So that was a plug for Wheel or Woe, which is the actual play podcast that Joe is the GM for. You can find it on Google, W-E-A-L, Wheel or Woe. They're playing Pathfinder, but don't worry, they, they make it sound good. Hi, Arvid here. Just wanted to call in with uh, belated birthday wishes. Um, hope you had a good day. Um, hope you managed to get Mice and Mystics to the table. Hope you're enjoying it. Um, if if it had been... Um, a shorter playtime, I would have suggested Journeys of Middle Earth because I've uh, been playing that with a family group and also a friends group. Really enjoying it. The app makes it super easy to sort of set up and save between games. So really enjoying that. So hope you're enjoying that too. Sounds like you are. Um, and lastly, enjoyed session zero. Um, looking forward to going through the campaign. Um, looks like you've got a really good group. Enjoyed the game with the, the other guys the other night. So, yeah, looking forward to that. Keep up the good work. Cheers, Arfed. Yeah, thanks for the birthday wishes. King of Dungeons, I'm very excited about. I agree with you. I think we've got a good crew assembled there. Uh, an interesting 
guild shaping up first impressions of GMing on roll 20 yeah I was surprised the things I expected to be an issue weren't very much of an issue actually the initiative tracker was quite um, good that wasn't too fiddly unanticipated things I didn't expect to have trouble with was um was was clicking on foes when the uh when the maps start getting a bit started getting a bit tangled up so I had real trouble I kept taking hit damage off the wrong off the wrong foe or character so I'll have to practice my um pointer my mouse agility with roll 20 at some point but I'm really looking forward to that and uh, probably I'll put out a couple of bonus episodes here and there about how that campaign is going with regards to board games yes so um, my Mystics and journeys in middle earth surprisingly have a similar level of complexity my Mystics is no simpler i don't think to play than journeys in middle earth um but actually complexity is no problem even for even for my very young player even for scarlet um the kids remind me about rules that i'm not holding in my head at the time so they have no problem there the biggest issue with uh, with my two younger players is just um between turns hanging about between turns which is something i uh, yeah i struggle with ways of 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 dealing with that really i kind of understand <laughs> a game is really good <laughs> when it's your turn and uh, you want to get around the table as quickly as you can so that people still feel part of it because uh, younger younger attention spans are shorter but they're both going really well definitely for longevity it's going to be journeys in middle earth um the the app uh, and the procedural generation of the of the maps means that that's that's going to have quite a lot of replay value i can already get a whole other campaign just in the app so and i think that's the one that's that's the one that absorbs me the most i perhaps i expected with my mystics that it would be a little less complex and actually surprisingly my mystics feels like the more violent game pretty much board by board my mystics is a combat game you can't avoid the combats because you've got to wipe out all the uh, all the minions before you move on to the next board so that sound that feels like more of a sort of relentlessly violent game um, but the kids do very much particularly Scarlet my youngest do very much enjoy the story and are immersed in the story so that's first impressions and I may say more about those I've, I've definitely got much more play in for Journeys in Middle Earth because I've been doing a lot of solo play with that because I found that really enjoyable and actually that makes me feel think about solo play in general I've often sort of been a bit disheartened about the idea of just sort of rolling up a dungeon and moving a party around in it because you know you have to make some decisions on behalf of your foes but actually you only need a very very simple AI I mean the you know three paragraphs of rules in Mice and Mystics for for what minions will do who they move in and attack fairly sensible ways of discerning between possible targets it seems to me I could do that really really easily with something like Savage Worlds and have a very rewarding solo dungeon experience um, so that that's been useful as well yeah cheers very much Arfed I'll catch you soon all right, and a couple more call-ins from Shandy Andy, who you heard at the top of the show. A little while ago, I asked for um, suggestions of particularly well-written rule books. I think it was Spencer Freethrall who started that particular thread. Uh, and here are Andy's contributions, and they largely speak for themselves. So I'm going to let Andy close the show, and I'll catch you soon. Keep rolling on those random tables.
Dave, enjoyed your latest episode and a good call out for Old School Essentials as a well-written, well-edited um, game. Uh, it's one I'm on the Kickstarter for and looking really forward to getting that. The PDFs are coming out to the Kickstarter people now. I'm, I have to confess I've not had a chance to have a look at them yet. And I believe the hard copies are due in October. Um, so a bit of info on that. It isn't just a clone, though. There are a couple of optional books now included, um, whereas Gavin Norman's previous uh, um, one, the BX Essentials, was just a clone, just the uh, rewritten rules. Um, there are uh, s uh, a couple of books, certainly, which are optional. One of them, I believe, is Druidic uh, Spells, no druids in uh, basic BX, and also uh, the possibility of using Advanced D&D First Ed classes as well in a book. Dave, I'd like to put forward a game with more crunch that is well written and well edited, if I may. I certainly don't have any particularly large role-playing collection, but one I did pick up at the end of last year was RuneQuest Glorantha. Uh, nothing to do with OSR, but um, a brilliantly put-together book, in my opinion. Um, I'd go as far as to say it's probably the best put-together book in my collection. Uh, beautifully written. It uses two columns as opposed to three, which is a massive advantage in my book. Uh, it covers um, the saga of Vasana with little clips about her life uh, as you go through the book and adds whichever section it is. It explains how to create the character uh, and what relevance it is. Beautiful illustrations in it, a decent index uh, and decent table of contents. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to contact Dave, please leave a message on Anchor, email dpercentile at gmail.com, or find him on Twitter at d underscore percentile. All right, Andy, the door's shut now, so remember, nobody's listening. RuneQuest. I have managed not to have... Any sort of encounter with RuneQuest at all. I got hold of, I think, um, Robin Laws's Hero Quest rules, which is quite an interesting, very strongly narrative-driven indie game, which I think has had some involvement with RuneQuest at various points. But my question about RuneQuest is, ducks, aren't they just a bit silly?